to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an incredible start to your Wednesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the latest is this. The 2023 World Series were now one Texas Rangers win away from the 2023 World Series coming to an end, the 2023 Baseball Series coming to an end, and the Texas Rangers, a team that, you know, earlier in the season looked like they definitely could be in contention, but they fell off a bit as the regular season went along, but they have been the most consistent team so far in this playoffs, even with losing prominent names such as Adolis Garcia and uh, Max Scherzer after their Game 3 injuries. Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, and company just continue to roll along. An 11-7 victory on Tuesday night over the Diamondbacks, and now the Rangers are one win away from the 2023 World Series, them being the 2023 World Series champion. So obviously that developed, and I don't want to write off the Diamondbacks. You know, from what they showed in the NLCS, they're never truly out until they are. So the Diamondbacks, if they win Game 5, they could easily make this interesting as time goes on, but I do think there are pretty good odds that the Rangers over the next few days are going to be the 2023 World Series champion. But of course, that development will obviously be significant for the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, but it's also going to be significant for teams across Major League Baseball. Because then once the 2023 World Series comes to an end, the offseason is going to get off to a fast and furious start for each team around baseball. Because within five days of the World Series ending, so if the, if the Rangers win later on tonight, over the next five days after that, each and every team in Major League Baseball, if they have a team option on a player for the 2024 season, that option has to be decided upon within five days of the World Series. And the Braves themselves have, you know, that's a pretty significant start to their offseason because the Braves have decisions to make on five players relevant to pretty significant talents. They have to make decisions on five different players and that potentially is either the Braves committing nearly 46 to $47 million of 2024 payroll to these players or potentially them freeing up some money to play with that they can use elsewhere for upgrades as we go into 2024. The five team options that the Braves have to decide upon are a $20 million team option for starting pitcher Charlie Morton, a $9 million option for left fielder Eddie Rosario, a $5.75 million option with a $1.25 million buyout for Kirby Yates, and then a $6 million team option for Colin McHugh as well as for Brad Hand. Now, if you add that up, that's $20 million for Charlie Morton, $9 million for Eddie Rosario, six and seven million make up thirteen million, so that brings us to forty-two million for Morton Rosario Hand as well as McHugh, and then five point seven five million puts us again, yeah, right around that forty-seven to forty-eight million dollar commitment. So that's a pretty good chunk of change that the Braves are going to be deciding upon, you know, over the next few days once the World Series end. And in my opinion, you know, there are some tough choices. There are a few tough decisions to make off those names that I mentioned. But I think in general, it makes sense to pick up two of these five options. 
I think the, the, the best, I think the most clear decision, the easiest decision for the Braves to make is to decline the $7 million option for Brad Hand and the $6 million option for Colin McHugh. McHugh, just his effectiveness dwindled as the season went along. For Hand, you, someone who simply is only effective really against left-handers, you don't pay $7 million towards that in the position that the Braves are in. So that frees up $13 million for next year. I think those are easy decisions to decline the options on McHugh as well as for Brad Hand. I think the two options that the Braves clearly have reason to pick up are both Kirby Yates and Eddie Rosario. Now, I will say this. I think there are certainly reasons as to why the Braves could be validated in not picking up the options for Rosario or Yates. But with Yates... Listen, he's a middle reliever at this point in time. He's not necessarily all that reliable, but as the season went along, he did pretty decent. And you also have a player who's going to be one further year away from injury, plenty of experience in the back end of the bullpen. And I do think that, again, as the season went along, Kirby Yates kind of figured himself out, kind of figured out with the arsenal that he has now in his mid-30s, how he can make it work. So I do think that it would be sensible to give yourself another, you know, veteran experienced right-hander that you can use to middle relief. Again, 80 strikeouts and only 60 innings in 2023. So he still has the strikeout potential. I think that $5.75 million option for Kirby Yates is a pretty good decision to make. I think that I would definitely um, um, lock in Kirby Yates for 2024. And then again, Eddie Rosario. I definitely think that the Braves could look for a left field upgrade going into 2024. It's the most sensible option if they wanted to upgrade the offense for them to look to upgrade. But it also is pretty reasonable that with how hot Eddie Rosario can get, he's as streaky as he can get, you have high highs and you have very low lows. But with Eddie Rosario, you've got 20, 25, maybe even 30 home run power out of a left-handed bat to play in left field. For $9 million, that's pretty reasonable. And it's on a one-year deal, which you don't have very much risk in. So I think that the Braves, to at least have someone that can be a significant part of the offense at times to play left field, I think the $9 million option for Eddie Rosario makes some sense. So I would, I can definitely see the Braves picking up the $9 million option for Rosario as well as the $5.75 million option for Kirby Yates, which brings us to the toughest decision of all. And that is Charlie Morton's $20 million option. Now, if Charlie Morton throws at 40 years old, your first... Want to make sure Charlie Morton's going to pitch in 2024. There have been rumors that Morton could potentially retire. But I certainly could see, you know, with how this year ended, especially with Charlie Morton, you know, having an injury to end his season, I could see there be a motivation for Morton to be able to want to come back and be a contributor once again. And we know nowadays that just because a pitcher turns 40 doesn't mean that that, you know, completely should end his career, that he's going to completely fall off from being effective. I think Charlie Morton could easily be a third or fourth starter next year, give you 25 to 30 starts, 160 to 180 innings, and much more often than not, put the Braves in a position to win if he's with the Braves in 2024. And that's exactly the type of presence the Braves need. But is that presence, is that type of production worth $20 million? I don't think so. So I think the most likely scenario when it comes to Charlie Morton is that the Braves will decline his option. And then if Morton expresses interest in wanting to play, that, that gives Morton a little bit more time to make a decision. Does he truly want to play in 2024? And if he does, he can come back to the Braves potentially on a lower deal. 
So if you pick up at Rosario's option, you pick up um, Kirby Yates' option, that's $14.75 million more towards the 2024 um, um, uh, cap when it comes to you know the Braves' um, commitments for 2024. But obviously declining both hand and um, McHugh frees up $13 million. And then if you were to, you know, not pick up Morton's option, but sign him at a lower um, deal, the Braves may be able, through these decisions, to free up an extra $20 million that they can play with. So once the World Series ends, if it's tomorrow night or if it's this weekend, once the World Series ends, as others have talked about, the Braves are going to get busy, and they're going to get busy quickly with some pretty important decisions. Again, team options to decide upon when it comes to Charlie Morton at $20 million, Eddie Rosario at $9 million, um, Colin McHugh at six, Brad Hand at seven, and then Kirby Yates at five point seven five million. I think that there's reason for the Braves to pick up Kirby Yates five point seven five million dollar option, as well as Eddie Rosario's nine million dollar option. And I definitely think there's even more sense in the Braves denying or declining Brad Hand and Colin McHugh's seven and six million dollar options, respectively. And then when it comes to Charlie Morton, I think the best decision for the Braves will be to decline him at twenty million, and then potentially talk with him about coming back maybe at a thirteen to fifteen million dollar deal for two thousand and twenty four. But when it comes to the Braves and the focus on the roster and decisions when it comes to the players for 2024, that's not the only significant potential news that will be, you know, that we'll see more action on over the next few days. One of the most consistent part of this Braves team over the past several seasons with manager Brian Snicker has been the continuity of their coaching staff. Could we potentially see a notable name from that coaching staff elsewhere in 2023? We'll discuss, or 24, we'll discuss that in just a moment. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So as the World Series looks to be coming to an end over the next few days, again, teams across baseball are going to be making major decisions when it comes to their players. And the Braves have several notable decisions when it comes to some, to some pretty significant names on their roster. But the other thing that stands out is, is that there are plenty of managerial openings around baseball. We know even in the Braves, you know, own division, you've got the fact that the um, uh, Mets are looking to fill their managerial role. We know that the Houston Astros, the Cleveland Guardians, and others, they're looking to fill their managerial roles. And when it comes to the Houston Astros, after Dusty Baker retired once the Astros were eliminated in the ALCS, there was some dots that started to be connected. That with Dana Brown, who formerly was in the Braves system, with Dana Brown as the general manager 
of the Astros, it made sense that Dana Brown probably would start, you know, fixing his eyes on Atlanta to bring in the next notable name to lead an Astros roster that you expect to contend for years to come. And we've seen some connections. You know, we've seen some, you know, connections to Walt Weiss. We've seen some connections to Eric Young Sr. And also, we know Ron Washington, who has generated interest from other teams several times over the past few years. He's made it clear that he would love to manage. Even at the age of 71, he would love to manage once again when it comes to the Astros. Now, is the Astros' interest actually there in any of these three names? You know, we, we don't necessarily know at this time. But when it comes to any of those three names, Walt Weiss, Eric Young Sr., or Ron Washington, it would be hard to see any of those three leave. Because again, an underrated aspect of this Braves team is the continuity of their coaching staff. The same manager, the same pitching coach, the same um, hitting coach, the same third, uh, first and third base coach, the same pitch coach. That staff has been in place now for, all, I believe, all six of these years, if I remember correctly, all, all six of these years that the Braves have been to the playoffs. The point that I'm getting at is that continuity, that consistency plays a big role in how well the Braves have developed their young players. We talk about how often the Braves hit on talents. Not only in terms of developing their own young talents, but also when they bring in external talents, helping those external talents have more success in Atlanta than they did elsewhere. Well, that continuity on the coaching staff plays a big role in that. But Alex Anthopoulos talked about it in the press conference. You know, over the past couple of weeks on the Daily Hammer, we played a few snippets of Alex Anthopoulos' end-of-the-year press conference, and he talked about the fact that when it comes to his front office, like for instance when Dana Brown went to the Astros, or when it comes to the coaching staff of the Braves franchise, the Braves are fully supportive of each and every employee, each and every member of the front office, coaching staff, what have you, wanting to pursue career advancements. And so if a member of the Braves coaching staff were to leave to go to Houston, yes, it would be painful to see them go. But it definitely would be a career advancement because they would land in one of the best managerial jobs in baseball. But for me personally, what I'd like to see, I want to see Ron Washington get the Astros job. I don't want him to leave Atlanta. I certainly don't. He is extremely valuable. The value, how he's related to the young players, the value that he's provided in terms of their defense, the overall ability that he has to communicate with these players, you see why. His past success as a manager still is relevant today. You know, if you go back to the last time the Rangers had a chance at a title, it was 2010-2011 when the Rangers made the World Series for the American League back-to-back -back years. But Juan Washington and those teams could not get the job done. They lost both World Series to the Giants as well as the Cardinals. But that past experience... The desire that we know that Ron Washington has to want to manage again and how big of a role he's played in the Braves consistently being a World Series contender over the past few years. All those things in play, I think that it makes sense for Ron Washington to be a clear player in that Houston Astros managerial search. Will it happen? Remains to be seen. But I definitely think while it will be hard to see Ron Washington go, I think he's earned the shot to get another opportunity to, to get 
a World Series title with a roster that is built for the World Series to pursue right now in the Astros. And you know that with Ron Washington's past experience as manager and his current experience as a Braves coach, he's got plenty of experience to know how to get the job done and lead a roster to postseason success. So certainly don't want for any of the Braves coaches to go anywhere. They've been extremely valuable, and you want that to continue for as long as possible if you're a Braves fan. But again, I do think the time has come to where there clearly is logic in Ron Washington being a good decision for the Astros, and I would love to see him get his shot. And hey, don't necessarily want it to be against the Braves, but hey, if the Braves want to win the 2024-2025 World Series, Ron Washington then wins the one after that. We'll be just fine with it, in my opinion. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. There, You're going to get the latest podcast to be named later, later on this week. There will also be a Battery Power Podcast likely over the weekend. And both Chris Willis, as well as Stephen Tolbert, and then, of course, Brad Rowland and Scott Coleman, each of those shows... We'll be breaking down the latest news and, and also discussing diving into the decisions that the Braves will need to make as the offseason starts over the next week. And then, hey, we'll be right back with you next week with the Daily Hammer looking at all the latest news when it comes to the Braves. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the Battery Power Podcast Network to get all the latest content when it's available. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. Daily Hammer.